Welcome back. Welcome back to the Rambling with Egypt podcast. Today we have our Gemini of the month and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, this is Tahira, um, best known as T. I am a Gemini sun, rising Scorpio, Saggy moon, currently chilling in Florida, trying to escape all the madness from New York a little bit. But I just recently moved back from London, and I am a software engineer, okay, uh, dog lover, plant-based eating. Gemini? Gemini. Okay. So <laughs> when did you start to get into astrology? Let's all start there. I think everybody's astrology path is different. Definitely. How did you get into it? I got into astrology, I want to say as early as middle school. I mean, I feel like okay. that's how I grew up in the South, so there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me. I grew up in the suburbs, like literally mm-hmm. a little town outside of Disney. So the way I connected with like my people was through astrology. Like, oh, you're a Gemini. Oh, you're Aries. And, you know, um, <laughs> reading Cosmopolitan and like all these different like magazines that have like the astrology um, sections. And I was subscribed to like the emails, like astrology.com. And, um, and that's how I kind of got into it. Mm -hmm. Just like trying to figure out myself through the stars. What's your figuring out myself through the stars? That is a good way to say it. Cause people be like, well, I have CoStar and I have this. And I'm like, well, CoStar really ain't the best. And the pattern is cool, but sometimes it's just like, I just need to read for the day. I don't need to read for my life, but right. you know, everybody's different. How do you find yourself interacting with other Geminis? Do you prefer uh, June Geminis, May Geminis? Are you a May or June Gemini? Let's okay. just also start there. Yeah, so I'm a May Gemini. I'm okay. May 28th, so I'm like cusp. And I, I literally just told my aunt yesterday that I would prefer if I was a June Gemini, only because... They're a little bit more calm. They're not so erratic as Gemini's, in my opinion. But then again, we have Kanye's birthday today, and he's a June Gemini. But he's very, you know, I'm not going to take away from Kanye. Kanye's Kanye. But I get along with Gemini's very well. (laughs) Kanye is Kanye. You're right. Yeah. I, I get along with them well. They're my favorite sign to interact with and to, like, just gallivant around the world with, really. Um, yeah, it's my people. It's your people. Okay. So what are the do's and don'ts when it comes to a Gemini? This could be personally, this could be from experiences, your friends or whatever. Um, the do's and don'ts. Okay. You do want to always, (laughs) okay, wait, no, let's start with the don't. You don't want to piss off a Gemini, especially if you've known them for a really long time and they have enough facts on you Hmm. that how would one piss off a gemini what does it take to piss off a gemini i mean i feel like it takes a lot to piss off and trigger a gemini it really just depends i think it's like when it comes to like loyalty respect and Hmm. um really just not showing your ass like you never want to make a fool of your gemini friend because we easily get embarrassed (laughs) and we will use that in our petty ways against you especially if we know you deeply i feel that uh (laughs) i I do i because i am a petty person 
Yeah. But I'm not petty all the time. I'm not petty unless I have to be petty. Exactly. Um, and I have two Gemini placements. So wow. it's my, yeah, yeah. It's my Mars and my Venus. So if you want the smoke, I will give it to you. I just don't want to because oh it takes God. a lot. But I'll listen. I'll do the work if you want me to do the work. Right. Um, I recently was in a situation and my friend was like, finish her, Egypt. Just be petty. I'm like, listen, there are levels to my <laughs> and I don't want to finish her. I just want to just be like, so you came to the right house. You came to the right door. And this is what I'm going to tell you. But I'm not going to finish you because you're still human. And I do care about your feelings. I'm not going to just break this down for you. But like, right. uh-uh. I don't, I, I don't really care. I don't care. I don't care. Right. I don't care. Right. But right. you know, when I'm just like, I don't like being petty all the time. But it's funny That's as fuck exactly. because it's not even exhausting. It's just that people don't expect it from me because I'm so nice. I'm like, right. oh, like, like even when we first met, I was like, oh my god, ah, like I'm always just a naturally nice person. Damn. Like, do you want a banana? Did you drink your water? Like, what do you need? So then it's like when people just be like, oh, you know, like, well, I'm gonna just do this to, I don't know what in people's minds compute that you can just treat people however you want whatever but with me it's like oh so you thought that i wasn't gonna oh no bitch i hope i hope people are accountable it's it's like a it's right like, and and this is where like, the two-faced conception comes in because they're like I'm okay you can be a good person all you can be so good to someone and the moment you that pettiness comes in the moment you want to be to yourself where you set those boundaries oh she's two-faced she's talking behind my back da, 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 blah blah most of the time it's a fact. Like with me, I don't think I'm two faced, but if I recognize something in you from mm -hmm. the difference of what you showed me and it's a fact, I'm gonna speak oh. that fact. <laughs> oh no, you, oh no, your shit stinks. I definitely have said that to somebody. I'm like, yo, like your shit fucking stinks, bro. Like this does not make any sense as to what this is right. and why this is happening. And <laughs> I feel like also I feel like I don't know I don't I don't know if this happens with you, but my friend said that something that I'm very sensitive to is when people try to try to talk down on my character. Mm, that yeah. is a thing. Yeah. I like, that is the quickest way to get like, Oh wait, you wait, you said what? I'm what? I did what? Who said that? Ooh, I didn't say that. That's me all the way. 100%. So now I'm going to be petty. Tell you the facts because, because that is all that I speak. So now yeah. I'm going to start speaking facts because you want to have your shit stink and right. bring it over here. I personally don't like when people create narratives for me, especially when I'm I don't either evolve from who I once was. Like I recognize like my at one thought. point, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't who I am now, but this is why we have this thing called growth because I'm able to grow. Let me grow. Like, like if you met me when I was this person, that's that doesn't necessarily have to be who I am right now and allow me to not continue to be that narrative and who I was to you. Because, because just because I feel like this thing also with Gemini's is that they, they are who they are, whatever they want to be, who they want to be. And it's not even that they're two-faced. It's just, this is just who you deserve right now. This, this is just who you get. And that could just be with anybody. It doesn't matter if you're a Gemini. I'm tired of people saying, well, Gemini's are this. I say, I think people just hate on Gemini's because they're so versatile and mm -hmm. they can like flow throughout a room. And they're like one of the greatest conversationalists I have ever met. Like, like they can hold my attention because you, like, if you're not stimulating me enough, I will, I'm not, I'm bored. You're out. I'm bored. Yeah. I'm out, you right. know? So kudos to Gemini's and just... Yeah. Just don't talk bad on their character. Always have fun facts. I've learned if you can keep 
a Gemini, just an air placement stimulated, oh, you have their undivided attention. I think that's like a good feeling to be like, oh, mm. so like you're here, you're present. You're, okay, cool. Okay, yeah. so sorry. Went, went on a tangent about okay. Gemini's, but the dude with Egypt. This is what this is for. <laughs> We're just gonna ramble. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna go off on a tangent. Like the name is very fitting. You know, like y'all came here to hear us ramble. Um, so Gemini's, what are what are your dues? Wait, are you like in a relationship? Are you single like a Pringle? Okay. Okay. Are you single to the point where nobody can get mad that you're saying you're single? Because that's a different kind of thing. Okay, so no, no, no. I'm like, I'm in a relationship, but... Ooh, okay. For the past five years, no. Five, five years? Six years. Six to seven years, I've only dated Gemini's. Oh, you have a thing for yourself. No, I don't have a thing. It's what I attract. I I don't know. Segway. <laughs> it's 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 what I attract and, and I think who I am for the past six years, I needed to date a Gemini to see my reflections and to see my flaws mm. what I didn't like. It's not what I wanted, it's it's what I needed in that mm-hmm. moment. And my boyfriend now, who I actually broke up with before the pandemic and we got like stuck on lockdown together in London and we kinda like said fuck it, like let's just do life together. Um, he's a Gemini and then he um no, no. Please, oh, please okay. He's a um, he's a Gemini, and he would be upset if I said I was single. But I'm at the point where it's you know I'm about to be 29. No, I mean I am 29. Sorry, and I'm about to be 30, and I wanted to spend my last year of my 20s single. And he's not really getting I mean, the concept, but I think I want to <laughs> to be single for just a little bit or just like have multiple people in my life until I'm ready to like hundred percent settle down. So I'm like, in this weird and that's okay. Of, like what is monogamy? Like, I don't know what monogamy, like I don't want to believe in monogamy anymore. I mean, you shouldn't have to at this point. Cause you, I feel like, um, instead of thinking that relationships are failed relationships, mm-hmm. take it as an experience for learning what you want, and what you don't want in a person. Which is why sometimes, you know, like dating is not easy. Dating is draining. Dating is annoying. But dating can be fun. You know, like if you're dating the right person, X, Y, and Z. And I, and I feel like that you shouldn't have to feel like you have to settle down right now. Mm-hmm. Like. It's tough. Sh- it's a lot to be like, okay, so I'm going to put all this on one person. Because most people sometimes aren't where you're at in terms of communication. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've gotten really better, but I think I'm at the point where like, okay, I'm getting older. Like I don't want marriage, but I do want kids, but I know he's not end goal, but I know he's what I need right now. So that's where I'm at. And I really don't feel the need to settle, but I don't want life to hold me back as a woman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say like, I want to find the perfect partner and have there's no perfect partner. Exactly. That's the thing. I feel like you have to grow with somebody for them to be like a partner. Yeah. Um, but what about damn. you? Huh, I'm single like a Pringle. I'm single to the point where nobody can get mad that I'm saying I'm single. That's how single I am. Because people be like, oh, yeah, I'm single. But you but you entertaining a whole two, maybe one, two, three, four, five. I don't know who you entertaining, but <laughs> that's not me. Yeah, no, I'm very upfront with my dating <laughs> life with people. 
Um, I feel like that's how you get to know me or just people in general, you know, like, and usually I'm very upfront, especially when I'm telling a person, oh, you know, like, well, I used to date this person and they used to do the same that I didn't like. Now, I'm not telling you about the relationship with this person to make you jealous or to be like, ah, I'm telling you about the experience I had to know that I don't like this because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Because I feel like a lot of the times with people, they go through these relationships thinking, oh, yeah, I failed. But then, like, what? Like, you learned something, right? Did you right. learn about what you don't like? And then sometimes, you know, like, when things happen in relationships and this person does something that you don't like, you can say, well, I don't like this because I used to date this person and they used to do this. That's right. it. Because right. it's it's annoying sometimes when you're dating somebody and something triggers them, but they don't tell you why or they can't explain why. So for me, I get that out the way by being like, okay, well, listen, if you want to talk about our past experiences, if you want to, because not everybody is as, is as open as that. Let's talk about it. Okay, well, I dated this person who used to do this, and I don't like this. Or I used to date a person who used to do this little thing. Like, I used to date this girl. Gosh, she was so sweet. She's an angel. She would always show me the moon. Like, mm-hmm. just something that simple was just like, wow. And I wish that, and I hope, well, no, we're actually friends now. But, like, I hope that she's doing well every damn day just because it was something so tiny but it was something that meant so much like um that's me and dating uh i'm not dating anybody right now because you can't believe anything that anybody is saying in quarantine because everybody's just bored and um yeah no people don't people don't approach me and i think it's so weird because i'm just like i feel like i'm approachable but then like how i perceive myself is not uh, is not how other people perceive me so yeah there's that Mm. but like yeah i I've been told, um, not that I'm intimidating, but somebody may not know how to approach me because I'm always like this. Mm. Like even in the, even the day that I met you, I was walking around talking to people. So I could see, I don't know. I'm, I would just talk to somebody if I want to talk to them. I'm a fine way to talk to you. I'm a getting your proximity. That's <laughs> me. But other people are probably like, wow, like she's just like, like my friend was like, she, she was explaining to me because we went out one night. She was like, Egypt, I've watched you talk to like three, four people in a span of like 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> like I would not know how to approach you either because you're just all over. And it's just like, so what can I say to get this person's attention? Right. Hello. It's honestly very easy. Hello. Right. Um, what song is stuck in your head? Um, or just like, how are you today? Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to talking to people and like initiating conversations, it's hard for people because they be in their head. They think about it too hard. Just have Definitely. a conversation. This person don't know you. This person don't know you. I love having, it's weird because like I love communicating. I love talking to people. And I love networking. Mm-hmm. Same. When it's my own event or I have control over this mm-hmm. thing. But when it comes to just going out there as I get older, I, I, like get more into like the shell like behavior i don't know what socializing is gonna look like now because that was me before the pandemic mm. me now is like this is too many people in this room it's too many people i don't like this how do i feel blah blah, blah. yeah circling back you said that you attract gemini's have you do, do, do you feel like you want to attract different signs what signs would you want I to mean, attract like what signs do you want to encounter okay so like me and my boyfriend's like okay we're trying to beat the odds because you know like gemini and gemini is not compatible like all the things so now i'm reading his chart and trying to see like where else we're compatible and like all like our risings are compatible and our moons are compatible but our sun is not so like, oh, that is fine. But is your Venus and your Mars compatible? 
Ooh, you see, I haven't even gotten that deep. You need to check out the Venus because that's communication and how you guys talk to each other. Mars yeah. is like how you are when like you're upset and sexually. So mm. I'd be looking for Mars. I'm like, what's your Mars in? Is it a fire? Yeah, my Venus is Cancer. My Mars is Leo. So you need to see if those go together. But mm. also, just also, I've learned that just being honest with them one another because I don't want to hear sometimes like, oh, like we're not compatible because of X, Y, and Z. Exactly. So that's why we're like, fuck that. But I was using that as a strong force in the beginning of the relationship. He's like, you need to like, we're going to like, don't think about that. Like we genuinely mm. like love each other. I was like, I understand this, but like I study like Gemini yeah. relationships. Like, you know, because- Always yeah, I'm always intrigued. And niggas don't last in relationships. Like Gemini they don't have But like why? I feel like you're trying to figure out what's the why as to why they don't last. And this is why you're trying to like, where is it in our thing that we can fix so that way we can last? Just communicate, I've been finding, and just being honest with each other. I think that's like the biggest thing because because once you start leaving, excuse me. Once you start leaving the things that need to be said unsaid and not being honest about where you're at and what you have the capacity for is when shit starts to fall and right. things just crumble. Um, or just say like, what it is. Yeah, I mean, we're also trying to, well, I'm trying to also get him to think about unique ways that we can like create our relationship that it's beneficial to the both of us. Like we don't have to have a very traditional like, relationship or life you don't because it's your relationship mm -hmm. it can be whatever you want it to be exactly so we're you know we're breaking barriers we're like unlearning a lot of stuff we're figuring out what it looks like for the both of us and i mean it feels good i mean the pandemic really brought us together which is good because some Mm -hmm. people cannot say that yeah i know i feel bad I have a, listen, wh- whoever is going through a breakup, I have a breakup playlist. I'll link it. <laughs> no, I'm so serious. I made a breakup playlist in like 2017 when like the person I was with and us broke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. yeah. I have to write all my songs. Yeah, but then I still have it because people still break up to this day. So <laughs> if y'all want the link, I'll put it below. I'll put it, in, <laughs> I'll put it somewhere for you. Yeah. Um, so speaking about since you since you say that you are very much into astrology, so what are your parent signs or like what kind of signs did you grow up around? Sure. So I, uh, my mom's an Aries. My father's a Cancer, oh, and I, Aries Cancer duo. Is that a good match? Um, I have a lot of Aries friends. Have I dated an Aries? No. Am I open to it? Yes. For whoever is listening. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Aries would bans- balance out the cancer. Like I feel like it would be a good balance. I feel like in my friendships, I definitely do feel balanced with my Aries friends because sometimes I'm just like my Aries friends are the people who's like nah, like nah, like go, like do your shit. And cancers are like okay, so can you like simmer down and think about this? Like maybe you know, like maybe that's not your approach. Yes, for balancing because it's fire and water, but also mm-hmm. like your other signs and like the dynamic of your relationship matters too. So, right. But I'm here for everything, Cancer. I love them. Yeah, yeah. I guess my parents were. They have a good relationship now. I mean, they're divorced now, but I have like one of. I'm like one of nine. So nine. Yeah, I have five sisters like, and three brothers. Do y'all have the same parents? No, 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 no. Okay, because yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, y'all love me. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Sorry. I mean, it would I be cool. To... No, no, definitely not. So there's a lot of energy. And mm-hmm. it, 
like as we're talking about now, I'm more so realizing who we are and how we are and are not compatible. Like, like just like being in the same household or just like, you know, how we communicate and all the things like I never really realized it growing up. But so my sister who I grew up with, she's a Taurus and my, my, my grandmother who raised me, well, my two grandmothers, Libra Taurus. Okay. And then I have two Libra sisters, two cancer sisters, my sister's a Taurus. And then I have one Sag brother, one Are you the oldest? I'm the middle like child. The middle. Like the Directly. actual middle middle? Yeah, like four years older than the youngest. or like, And then like five years older. So I'm like directly like four and five apart. That's cool though. That's a that's a good number. No, it's not. Because like... Well I'm, well, I'm not a middle child. So I don't know how that is. How is that? It's tough. I mean, especially because like I'm like... I wouldn't say I'm the black sheep, but I'm like the eclectic one. I'm the one that just went far left, like creative, like not doing what my dad thought he was trying to raise me to be and things like that. Um, just showing my true like Gemini uniqueness. It's it's always been prevalent, but I guess the energies of like my Libra sisters or even like the emotions that I had to find out, like, you know, how my, my, my father and my other two sisters like carried it, like all of them had a play in who I am today when it comes to my personality traits, I mm -hmm. would say. Which makes sense. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like here you are a combination of your natal chart, your experiences, who you grew up with, where you grew up. Mm -hmm. Um, You say, you said that you, sorry. It's okay. You said that you went far left. Um, so how did you get into your field of work and have you met your end goal or like, are you close to your end goal? Like, where do you want to be? Mm, I'm getting closer to my end goal and I didn't realize my purpose until maybe two, three years ago. So I, I started off as a dentistry major in college and then mm -hmm. But I really had a fascination for art, photography, connecting people. Like in high school, I was always I was um, always on MySpace creating like layouts and, you know, like being really techie and going to events. And I was when you know, when you had like the book, um, the book, when the, what is it like the book fair, they would come to your school. Like I was always the girl getting like the make your own scrubs and you know, how you were that girl. I was. Yeah. And then um, I feel like I was forced into learning biology because my, my dad, he's we're Jamaican and he's just like, Oh, you need to be a doctor. You need to do this. You need to do that. And then two years into biology, I was like, fuck this. I don't even like, I like, I have an obsession with teeth, but I don't want to be a dentist. And then yeah. I realized that my passion, like I, I loved fashion. I love entertainment. I love the blogs. I love Nicole Bitchy. I love the, what was it? Not the shade room and world star, but there was like another one, um, media takeout. Like I just loved the messiness and all these different things. So I was like, you know what? I feel like I want to be in fashion entertainment and I'm good at like connecting people and I love style. So I was like, I'm going to like become a stylist. And so I went through that journey of wanting to be a stylist and do PR and all the things. And I but was you doing allowed it yourself well. as well. Mm -hmm. I did you allow myself. Yourself. That's big. But like, Most people don't do that. They don't allow themselves to just like things, maybe not like them anymore, or to just have hobbies. That's what right. People don't let themselves right. have hobbies anymore. Exactly. So like through the time of like me having my own clients and stuff, like I was going through depression, but I felt like a lot of my clients were going through stuff. So I was more of their therapist than their PR girl. So I was like, you know what? I want to create a space of healing 
And I want to do more in a digital space because I'm helping these brands, you know, create a platform for themselves, but I'm also trying to just get them in the mental state so they can do their job. So it's like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think I want to get out of fashion, go learn a new skill and develop like, you know, um, you know, like learn how to develop websites and apps and things like that. Just take my branding experience to like the mm-hmm. next level with my skills. And I want to go more of a holistic and like well-being route because one, I was raised into a vegetarian Rastafarian like lifestyle and culture. And then I've always been this girl. Like I was always making the scrubs and teaching people how to like use their Just household do- things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, I feel like I'm getting closer to my purpose and and the fashion will always be a part of me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be a creative. I'm always going to want to produce and storytell. But I'm at the point where my hood needs me. And I feel like my purpose in life is to heal the hood and to uplift those that are not a part of the Black elitist class and just be that middleman and be the plug between all classes of Black communities and, you know, like bridge that gap. So I'm at the point where I want to open up a tea house and like make it like a membership space. And is this why you have your name as Just Tea, or is that just like? Well, I started Just Tea because I was an entre- entrepreneur doing it by myself. Like that's how that started, and because me and my sisters, we all all our names start with T, and they go by TJ. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be different. And I was like, I don't want to be T-E-E. Like, that's so boring. So I was like, let me just make it cute and make T-E-A. And then I just created this lifestyle out of it. But also, my mom's British and I'm Jamaican. So I grew up actually, like, tea ceremonies and drinking tea, like, of heavy in my household. Like, it's since mm-hmm. I was born. Um, so then I just want to create medicinal herbs and blends. So relating back to this idea of your accomplishments and everything, I feel like you definitely have set out a path for yourself and learning that these are things that you do want and don't want in your life and allowing yourself to go through your journey. Uh, Being optimistic is not easy, especially when the world feels like it's against you. So I feel like that versatility, that like resilience that, 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 that you had for yourself because b- because you knew that those moments were not going to define you. Right. I think that's not hard. I think people need to allow themselves to get through things. And you allowed yourself to do that in 2018. And then 2019 is when shit was just like, just coming in like all, because you were actually ready for your blessings. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Most people ask for things that they're not ready for. And he was like, nah, I'm ready. I've been waiting for you at the door. I'm here. So relating back to what is your lessons and you said that you have been traveling, what's the most favorite place that you've traveled to and the in your least favorite? Uh most favorite would be Ghana. I Ghana, okay. Every day that I'm trying to start this movement where I bring people back to Ghana. Like it was that was supposed to happen this year, but I don't I don't feel comfortable doing it anymore with the covid um but i'm definitely gonna try Mm -hmm. to make my way back in december but ghana is beautiful it's a place of blackness and it's a place of of feeling yourself like you instantly go there and you just feel like you belong um i heard that too from another person i interviewed that she was just like you don't feel well being a, a black american for her like being a black um, 
being a black American and feeling like, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm home, but I don't feel like I'm not home either. It's like going to my cousin's house, mm-hmm. I would say. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's I'm true. Because, like, even though I'm Jamaican, I don't know where past Jamaica my people come from. But there, I'm just like, nah, it has to be here. Mm-hmm. That's what it I feel. Yeah. So, our uh, least favorite place. If you had one, you don't have to make up your least favorite. I don't think I have one. So I've traveled to, I've been to Barcelona this year. I've been to Ghana. I've been to Amsterdam. I've been to the south of France. Or I mean, last year I went to the south of France. Um, yeah, I don't have. Can we like link up on like the other side of the planet? I, I, I would yes. prefer that than to see each other in America. I'm no, not, I'm not gonna I, did not, I didn't want to move back. The whole point was like, I was going to get a second bedroom, like a two bedroom apartment and just like host it for my friends in the US. But you know, life happens, but it's definitely happening I learned, up here. I learned that you know one of my closest friends, Day. Yeah. Or, that's my Aries duo. That's, that's oh my god, like, I love her yeah. so much. I know, and she was telling me like you should interview Justine. And I was like, I know, I love her. know I'm her right now because I've been meaning to text her back. Yeah. I'm, so I'm this is your this is your reminder to text her. Um. Also, my thing. Uh, since this whole year has just been a shrug of like I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, what's something that what is something that you're working on that we don't see that you don't show others? Um, you mean self, physical, or it could be whatever you're working on, whether whether that's a project, something mentally, emotionally, maybe sure. you're working out more. Yeah, I mean, two projects that I'm working on now is one, I started this app called Dear Love Letters. And it's pretty much a pen pal app connecting people around the world through feelings and healing. Um, So you would find them anonymously. Like, say if you go on the app and you're just like, oh, I feel exhausted today. So you type in exhausted. And people who also feel exhausted, their letters will come up. And then you can request to, like, you know, be their pen pal. Um, So that's what I'm working on now. Yeah. I've been actually, if you look this corner, those are all letters from like my pen pals. I've been wow. writing letters to people. Yeah, it's cool. It's fun checking my mailbox and it's, and it's actually like not a bill. <laughs> it's yeah. been nice. I also just like active writing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of the times like we're on our phones so much. It's kind of fucking nuts. Like I was like, I'm writing like, wow, this takes some, it takes some time to write a letter. I was writing a letter for like a good 30 minutes and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not quick. This is not something that's very quick. I love that idea, you know, like, especially because I feel like letters are just underrated. Like, I remember I used to date this girl and we would write letters to each other. And I was like, yeah, that's something that I'm going to keep in my little box of things that I like. I like I letters. Love, I love letters. I love notes. I love journaling. I love all of that. So anything to do with that, like, even when I have my my events, I try to have people write love notes to themselves and I'll like mm-hmm. mail it back to them within six months. So just for them to see their own growth or to see whatever message or whatever mm-hmm. they're feeling six months prior. It's important. It's important. It's to, important like, to document that time because mm-hmm. like I'm reading, like I would read this old like journal excerpts from like a year ago and I'm like, damn, like I was d- doing this a whole year ago because I'm not going to hold you throughout everything that's been happening in the world. I feel okay. 
like I'm actually doing well. And I was talking to someone, they was like, yeah, you know, like I'm very happy that you feel proud enough to say that you're doing well. I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and, and just downplay the fact that I'm doing good because you're not. No, what I'm going to do is because I feel well and I, and I can hold space for you. I can hold space for you for this a lot of time because I can't hold wow. space to everybody. I just, wow, that's funny that you're saying this. I literally was brushing my teeth and had an Issa Rae moment. I'm like, wow, first of all, your skin's glowing, bitch. And like, yes. second of all, I was just like, Skincare. all that you went through last year prepared you for this pandemic and yeah. social warfare. Like, like we, I've conditioned myself, like I grounded myself in so much solitude last year that Honestly, if this was to happen last year or the, even the year before, oh. I would not be prepared. I'd be for the fight. I wouldn't be prepared for the struggle. To I be would've... alone, to not see my friends, to not have access to all of New York, which is what I something that was something like I moved to New York to not be in the house. I didn't oh, move wait, to where New York. From? To... I'm from New Jersey. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, it's completely different. Completely, like from where I'm from. Like if I walked around with like teal hair in the neighborhood I grew up in, I'd probably be like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, where the fuck oh, is she wow. from? Yeah. Like it's one of those. And then like I don't drive. I do not have my license, so don't ask me to scoop you one day. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> please don't. I have a bike though. I have a bike, so you got me, wheels. Like, <laughs> I got wheels, but you're like, I can't come pick you up, but we can bike together. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute, you know? But um, especially because, like, I'm just living that queer millennial, even though I don't, I'm not, I don't consider myself a millennial. I don't know if I am a millennial because the, 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 like, years get messed up. Anyway, yeah. Um, you know, I'm living the life of, like, I bike to work. I work at a Black-owned business. I'm a florist. I have I have a neon green bike with, like, till here right now because it's probably going to be different by the, like, mm-hmm. next week. You know, like, and allowing myself, like, I feel very full of myself, but in the best way. Like, I actually stopped, like, we were dating, yeah. We were dating. Like, I stopped, well, uh, sentence, words, things. One, two, three. I stopped dating this person, like, right before the pandemic. Like, we just stopped dating. Yeah. Uh, Was I upset? Yes. But it's also just, like, I've come to the point where, like, if you want to stay, yes. If you want to go, okay. I can't control, I can't keep you here. And I feel like if this would happen to me a year ago before this pandemic, oh, I would have been devastated because it's like, why? Like, what's wrong? What, the, what am I doing wrong? Sometimes it's just not the time. Sometimes you just need to be alone. Right. right. And be comfortable with being alone. And learning that, you know, that like, I like hanging out with myself. We have so many insiders. Oh, this bitch is funny. Bitch is me. I like, <laughs> I'll be cracking up. Like, wow, like, you're so funny, all these things. And I've just learned to like my alone time. But then I watched Insecure last night. Did you watch it? No, not yet. Okay, fuck. Okay, we can't. I can't think. No, no, no. You can talk about it. I don't care. We can talk about it. Okay. There were just moments. Okay, like, so, like, can I, like, spoil it? Like, do you want to spoil it? Yeah, it's only 30 minutes. It's only 30 minutes. Like, it is only 30 minutes. Twitter spoiled it. Yeah. But um, in the episode, Issa and Lawrence, like, got back together. And so they're back together. I saw some stills on Twitter. And I'm yeah, like, they're back together. But it was the moments that they were having. And I was like, oh, I miss that. When you just watch a movie with the person that you like, or like y'all aren't talking, but y'all like laying next to each other, or like y'all working in the same room, but working on different things because y'all got shit to do, but y'all doing it together. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. And I was just like, okay, no, I think I actually want to start dating again. But then I go back into like, oh no, we're good. <sighs> relax, relax. But full circling, I don't even know how we got here, but um, 
Where do you see yourself by the end of the year? Since we're halfway through. Yeah, we're halfway through now. Shit. I mean, in my first tech job, um, like in mm-hmm. my career, um, and I'm just going to say out with words and spells, I'm a 70K fucking career-like job. Um, okay. Working yes, in the femtech, sex tech, or cannabis industry um, mm-hmm. just to, to start. Um, mm-hmm. I see myself closer to myself um investing in my friends more investing in my family i see myself uh more enlightened Mm, and honestly i'm gonna start traveling again but solo to places with you yeah just the places that i know like don't have that many cases and you know maybe Mm -hmm. visiting like south america for a little bit i'm even thinking about going to jamaica for a month in October, why why not? Literally, I have on my board because um, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go to Europe this summer. I was gonna go to London for a week, and then I was gonna stop in Paris. Uh, but then this shit happened. And I was like, I not not not. So I'm hoping I can go to London by the end of the year. That's something I just want to give to myself because I have yeah. right to or there. I mean, I, I feel like I would like London. It's cute. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And like I like to layer my shit, so I'm ready to layer my clothes. No, it's not that. Like even when it's cold there, it's warmer than New York. So it doesn't snow there. Like it doesn't go below forty-five degrees. That's the perfect layer weather. I can bring all my trench coats, but like you don't have to bring the bring the biggest bubble jacket. I'm not even a bubble jacket person. I never like those on me. But the people, sure, Um, right. So, what do you? Oh, excuse me. Um, mm, this is one of my favorite questions. So, who would you like to have breakfast, lunch, or dinner with, and where would you take them? It could be anybody, a celebrity, one of your inspirations. Um, I mean, this is always this shouldn't be my go-to person anymore. Even though I love her to death, but I'm always gonna say Robin Rihanna Fenty. But that's or- fine. I'd probably okay. I'd probably do breakfast with her. She breakfast. looks more of like a breakfast person. Like she probably looks like a good brunch girl with like a mm-hmm. nice spliff. And I would probably order or I would probably like hire a chef and do like mm. some beachside situation. Yeah, gazebos kind of situation. Lunch, okay. I'd probably do lunch with Maya Angelou. Mm. Do you have a place that you would take her? Where would I take her? That you would want to go to? I would take her. I would take her to lunch anywhere. Yeah, I'd definitely take her to Peaches Peaches. in Brooklyn. Yeah, I feel like she'd enjoy it. There's like two or three, right? I feel like she would. Right there in Bedside. Like, where is it in Bedside? I forgot what street I know. Is I feel like I know which one you're talking about. I feel like I've walked past it. Yeah, it's in a um, calm area. It's like near uh, Brew and like Lovers Rock, like that little area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know which one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And dinner, who would I take to dinner? You want to have dinner with? Dinner is like, it's dinner. Mm-hmm. It's an important. It's how you about to end the night, what your day? Hmm. Damn. You want to take the dinner? Who knew, who knew that question? 
fuck, who would I take to dinner? I mean, I don't know. It's okay. Maybe you just go take yourself to dinner. I don't know. Who you want to take to dinner? I mean, you can always come back. Yeah, let me, let me circle back to that. Because I don't have that many, like, idols and role models and things like that. Like, I really pick and, like, I, I like a little bit of everyone. Because I try not to overly, like, one person because then when their flaw pops up or something like that it's just like lord do we have to cancel them now like you know what I mean? i'm not like, gonna hold you i'm the same wait nobody <laughs> is perfect i'm yeah. not perfect i'm yeah. very quick to tell people i get bored fast i'm letting you know right now so you don't think oh but why is egypt no no it's most likely not you maybe i got busy maybe i'm taking a nap maybe i just my, my phone is always on do not disturb but my flaw Same. is some people, and I can't even say it's a flaw. It's just I be moving. I'm I'm out and about. Mm-hmm. I was before this shit, but I'm still like out and about in my brain. You know, we chilling. Um, right. Okay, we are gonna come back to dinner. Okay, let's come back. Um, so, what song is stuck in your head? Mmm. Bright ideas. We've got bright ideas. Bright ideas. What's that? <laughs> I don't remember, but I definitely listened to her control project recently. What song is that? Is it Broken Clocks when she's like, yeah, you're talking about me like we're together? Oh my yeah. God. Control is going to live, has a very long shelf life, and I'm very grateful that. She helped me through my 2017. Her and the Seat of the Table, Control and Seat of the Table was two projects that I really am grateful for and will constantly replay and repeat like it was the first time I ever heard it. When did that come out? 2017? Yeah. 2017? Mm Mm-hmm. That was a perfect time. That was... I don't know about you, but summer 2016 was like the summer, like for me, I was in love and it was cute. Mm-hmm. I was going to the city and I was like, oh shit. And then 2016 came around and I was like, okay, so this is cool. And then it got towards the end and I was like, uh, okay. By, by the end of this 2017, I found myself a black ass therapist. Like I was riding my bike to her house. Like, it it was a roller coaster. The end of twenty seventeen was a very much big ass emotional roller coaster. And I remember talking to Day. I met Day actually in twenty seventeen. And I remember during that time was just not a good time for me mentally. And I and I remember asking her like present day, I was like, So how was I? Do you remember how I was when like we would have our FaceTime? Like I, I think we FaceTime like twice. And she was like I feel like you just wasn't there. Like you were there, but you weren't present. And I was like, I could not tell you half of the shit. Like if people were to be like, yeah, Egypt, like I met you in 27. I have no recollection. Not saying I don't remember you. I just blanked out that whole like sleep mm-hmm. because that was a lot emotionally. But now yeah. we're in summer 2020, which I think will be something. It'll be something. It might be something. Um, I'm here. I'm in Florida until July 7th, and I'm thinking about changing my flight to, like, July 3rd. Just because they're opening up New York, and I'm like, I might have to risk my life for a I mean, or something. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. This, like, in a month, is going to be like none of this ever happened. I'm telling yeah. you. And it's this crazy second, how. Yeah. I mean, the second wave is going to be nuts. It's going to be wild. Yeah. I'm going to wait for people to go back outside and then I'm going to go outside and like to go to get food, but I'm not going to go like take the train 
to oh, go no. outside. Nah, nah. I don't I'm know really when sure. I'm taking the train again. I don't know when I'm taking the train to Manhattan. I would rather bike to the urban, like downtown than uh, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I had my bike, I was I was biking to Soho often, like two, three times for the week. From where? Where where were you biking from Soho? Crown Heights. <laughs> I've biked from Har I I took my bike on the train to Harlem and biked down. Oh twice. Okay. Actually. Okay. I I'm gonna do that, just not this week, maybe next week. <laughs> I want to say that no, because I actually do. I, I would love to bike on the bridge. It's beautiful. I would love to do that. I believe it, but also like my thighs. I'd be like, sometimes I'm biking. I'm like, oh, like my knees hurt. I and mean, my- you give yourself a break. You take a break. You you enjoy the scene. Get off your bike and like you know walk, walk it a, a little, little bit. Little but like bit. once you get to the top, it, it's all downhill. You barely have to pedal. You just have to brake. The best thing I think about biking is when you zoom through all green lights. Oh. That or just weaving through traffic when there it, there's traffic. I'm I like I weave through Times Square before. Like I love it. I get the, it's like a thrill for me. I don't know why. I think it's the thrill that you're about to die. I think that's no. That, I don't even that think you could. That. Listen, it's like it's the thrill of like oh I'm doing this on a bike and like nobody can stop me. Like okay, like I don't have to stop at red lights. You do because you're a car, but I'm a I'm a look and I'm a zoom and I'm right. a roll. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. I do. I have definitely been like, just, I've definitely like just been zooming out here and I would just laugh when I'm like, oh, okay, well, I made it. You're like, I made it to the way. Okay, I'm going to keep going now. Like, it's crazy. It's just like mm-hmm. Egypt. Like, you're on a bike. Like, yes, <laughs> I'm on a bike and I'm going to continue to be on a bike and chilling with my best life. No. Um, please give me three words, two colors, and one song. Three words, longevity, luminous, okay. okay, lightning. Why are they all with L? I don't know. Just, okay, cool. Two colors? Fuchsia. Okay. Tangerine orange. Hmm. Okay. And one song. That's not the same song that's stuck in your head. Serious Times by Egyptian. Mm. I remember when he came out and I was like, oh, his name is Egyptian. And then I'm like, my like Tumblr oh. name used to be Egyptian. Oh. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> so yeah. the, I'd be a sometimes. I would be for <laughs> connections. Um, so also back to the question of who would you take to dinner? You know what? I would take my father. Uh, yeah because I'm as I'm watching him get older I feel like the more I watch him get older the more I don't know who he is I just know him for my father and not for the man he has been for the past 65 years and someone recently told me like he has a crazy rags to riches story like I just know my father to always have and provide I didn't know Mm -hmm. he came from the slums of Jamaica and that if he didn't run away from where he was staying, he would never have a job and an opportunity. I'm just hearing this like the other day. I was like, wow, like I want to interview my dad. Like, I think you should. I think we should interview our parents more because you have to think mm-hmm. that your parents are people. Like they were people before they had you. They're still people mm-hmm. doing people things. I feel like, um, did you watch the episode of Insecure when like Molly's dad cheated and like the brother was like, yeah, like dad's a, dad's a guy. That's a whole nigga. Yeah. Even though he's dead. He's yeah. Still he's a good father, but he an ancient nigga. 
bro, that'd be the thing. I'd be like, there are there are no such thing as perfect parents because there's no such thing as perfect people. Mm-hmm. So I think you should interview your dad. Now you have me yeah. thinking about if I want to interview my parents, but then I'm like, are, there are just certain things that I may just not want to know. I, there's certain things I don't want to know, but like when I was in therapy, um, some things that I was going through, like, you know, mentally has a lot to do with my childhood. And she's just like, mm-hmm. go back and ask your parents who they were while they were carrying you for that nine months. And that's your personality traits. Like, oh my God, that. I'm going to write that. Who were you when I, mm, who were you? When, when I you... was conceived in those nine months. How did you treat my mother? Or what were the things that were said? What emotions did you carry? You know, mm-hmm. what were the things that you liked and loved and hate? And what stressed you out? What pissed you off? What made you horny? Like, these are real life questions. And really? when my mom was answering these questions, it sounded like me and my boyfriend now. So like I... the things that were negative, I took back to my relationship. I was like, listen, these are the traits that I have. And my mom if this is it, it's connected from yeah. the source. Yeah, because yeah. my therapist, she was like also like she does like light work and things like that. So I took what she said and I'm just like, wow, like you're right. Like how your mother carries you in your womb is really who you are. That womb, there's magic in our womb. There's magic. You have me thinking, you have me thinking. Cause now I'm just like, I know that sometimes like certain parents don't want to dial back into like who they were because some, because certain, certain, certain people's past isn't the best and they Mm -hmm. may not have the language to talk about it. But Mm -hmm. that's a very good question. I think to ask, like, who were you before I was here? Just in that nine months, you can figure out who you are as a person. Not like fuck your how you're I would love like, to know who I am because not gonna hold you. I think I'm very different from my parents. I feel like I am I'm biased because I'm me, of course. But I feel like I am a more involved version of my mom. And as, as far as it comes to communicating, I'm big on communication and not shutting down anymore. I used to shut down. But instead of like being like, oh, I have all these feelings and da 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 da, just showing them at people. I'm like, hey, so I didn't like the mm-hmm. fact that you did this. You did this, made me feel like this. Yeah, blah 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 blah. blah. And being upfront and honest, and but some parents aren't used to communicating those feelings to their children, even. Right. You know when that is our ancestors are our wildest dreams. That's mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. like you said, we are an evolution. We are our parents. In who they thought they they were gonna turn out to be, um, yeah, I think that's a thing as well. And you abide by like you know like we are our ancestors. You start to realize that like the traits that you have from your parents, they do evolve once you figure it out. What's good who and you bad, are. evil, mm-hmm. right? So she's like, hmm, I like my mother. I am my father, but a better version. I feel like I'm a better, and not even a better version. I don't, I, to to even say like you're worse, but I'm just more evolved. I've taken some time. More enlightenment. More, some more enlightenment. Some more self-inventory has been done. Some more words have been spoken. You know, I think that's very big on people. We just have the resources too. Yeah, we have the actual language to find the people who feel the way that we do. Cause I feel like sometimes it's hard to explain to your parents, like, you know, like pronouns and like they, them, and like mm-hmm. just the new 
quote unquote new things, but this is never new. This has always been a thing. It's just that we didn't have the vocabulary to articulate what's going on. So now that we have the vocabulary and now mm-hmm. older generations like, well, we didn't have that back in my day. You did. They just didn't have the spaces or the words to make them feel comfortable enough to speak about this. Because mm-hmm. can you imagine being like the first person in your family to be queer and not see nobody else and see how they treat other queer people? Because I, I have this. Yeah, I had this conversation with my niece who came out a few years ago yesterday. And we can finally have that conversation because being Jamaican and being queer is not. And, and I told her, I finally admitted to her yesterday. I was just like, you know, I knew you were queer before you even knew you were queer. And she's like, why didn't you say something? I was like, it's not that easy. You have to find yourself. Like, that's your journey. I, I would never be the one and you didn't even know to the point where you um if I did it if I was to tell you in the beginning you would probably even resent me because you were so fixated on not being that person mm-hmm. to please I don't want to put you on the spot you know like you'll come out to me when you're ready you know like just because mm-hmm. it is a safe space doesn't know that excuse me just because it is a safe space doesn't mean that you know it's a safe space yet so I'd right. rather you come to me and I'm like, well, I'm I, listen, I've been waiting for you at the door than to have the door open and you're not ready to walk through it. Cause then the door is right. gonna be open. Right. So um yay. Shout out to my niece. Shout out to your niece. Shout out to yeah. creating safe spaces for people to feel enlightened and comfortable. Um one second. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to be able to create spaces for people to feel comfortable, to feel enlightened, to feel safe, to feel seen, to feel heard. Because those spaces aren't easy to cultivate at all. Definitely. And I guess my last question for you is, hmm, what is something that you generally enjoy about being a Gemini? Just something that you just generally enjoy? Um, I generally, as much as people don't love us in the ways that we need them to. I love being a people person. Like I love mm. going beyond what <laughs> the misconception is and showing and proving you wrong. Like as much as we're hated, you can you you love to hate us. Like everyone needs a Gemini in their life. Yeah. And I love to be that person. And I don't know if that's like vain to say or narcissistic, but that, then again, oh. that's being a Gemini. Like you know what I mean? So Gemini say the thing is that everyone's thinking, but they're scared to say. Woo! There we go. And people and people hate to see it because you're not me. And I'm I'm I mean, I'm not sorry that you're not me, but if you want to learn from me and just take some characteristics, you can do that, but you can never say that I'm not the shit because I know I am. I don't need you to tell me, but you know, mm, don't don't hate me because you ain't me. Just okay. Better. Just do better. And so that's that. that's that on that. So to, to conclude this Gemini season, thank you so much for just being the guest of the month for cultivating space and to just giving us tips on how to be better for ourselves and having those conversations with our parents. Cause this ended up being one of those sessions that I do. Right. <laughs> we come here to ramble. We come here to get full circles and we come here to feel enlightened about ourselves and to leave with things. So I hope that all of you are able to leave with something also, I didn't forget, I know that I usually start with this, but you know, I'm going to say, go get some water, hydrate, please. You are a houseplant, so if you can, get some sun. 
And just know that you are loved and you are cared for and somebody sees you, just just allow them to see you. Give them the space, give them the chance. And I hope that you have a lovely day, morning, evening, wherever you are. And I will see you next time. Have a great day. Bye.